show for you tonight here in the Tigers Avenue. Boy, oh boy, it's been a good weekend to be a Tiger. How about them Tigers, Zach? How about them oh, Tigers, baby? I do. Gotta I love it. What a game. I got hype. I got I got hype. Oh, man. Um, it's exciting. Big, you know, big first SEC win um, under Brian Kelly. Um, and I think it was a huge momentum builder for the Tigers, especially coming off the loss uh, against Florida State. You know, a lot of people came in the season, they really want to see a big win against Florida State. Unfortunately, we didn't we didn't get that, but this was a huge, huge win for this team. Uh, momentum building, especially going into uh, the rest of SEC play. Uh, they're able to see some things now that they, they had in this past game against Mississippi State that they can work on uh, this upcoming week against New Mexico State. And then, of course, you go to Auburn, and then it gets really tough. I mean, it gets really tough after that. So, uh, but cool. really huge win for LSU to to uh, to beat State. Yeah, I mean, a great win. Um, and we'll we'll get into all of that um, tonight uh, here in our second segment. We're obviously going to recap the game, uh, major win, Brian Kelly's uh, first win uh, in the SEC as LSU's head coach. Um, Man, you got to love it. It was a great weekend. But to start tonight, to start tonight, we got a special guest to bring on. Pro- Zach, this is probably the man who, <laughs> who, who executed the play in the biggest turning point of the game. It was probably the, the turning point of the game. Yeah. I mean, after I this disagree. happened, after this happened, the lead was taken and it was never given back. We need to welcome in long snapper Slade Roy. I mean, we got to get the applause going. Bring the applause in. Oh, I got yes. it. I mean, it's a huge play. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, huge play. He deserves. He deserves the automated clap. What's up, Slade? <laughs> Appreciate you joining in and taking your time tonight to, to hop on the show, man. Of course. What's up, guys? How are you doing? We're doing great, man. We're doing great. Uh, we're we're pumped. I mean, I mean, after this weekend, we're pumped. How are you feeling about this past weekend, Slade? Uh, it was it was definitely exciting, um, especially for like a long snapper. It's like you. Just like a quiet life and kind of like a little spark there out of nowhere. So sure, sure. Slade, how was it? Uh, I got to ask this off the jump. You know, obviously (laughs) you transferred in. Um, I know you had your first home game against Southern last week. 
But how how was the atmosphere for you? You know, transferring in, uh, becoming an LSU Tiger. How was this atmosphere against Mississippi State and the crowd, the stadium, just everything that came into Saturday night? Dude, the atmosphere was insane. Um, just running out into the field, I was running out. I was like, there's like, there's no way there's this many people like in one spot. It's not even like shouldn't even be possible. And the whole game, the crowd was like in the game until the end of the game was it was like my ears definitely hurt and I had to <laughs> after. You're was, probably still recovering. Oh, I, yeah. dude, I I couldn't go to sleep until like three o'clock because my head was just like <laughs> ringing. I could not like go to sleep. Oh, wow. Look, That's slight. I, I, I mean, I got to be on. I mean, I will be completely honest with you. Um, and, and this is your first year. So, uh, I mean, maybe you have a little bit uh, of understanding as what has transpired the past two years with LSU. Look, it just hadn't been like that in a while. I mean, LSU's Death Valley, Saturday night, right? The pantheon of college football. It hasn't been the same these past two years. So to see it like it was. Saturday night opening, you know, SEC play, Brian Kelly's first game. To see it like it was, was awesome. Uh, and it, it was a great thing. And I'm glad you got to experience that in your first SEC game as a Tiger. Um, so you, I mean, you're literally making Reagan it. cry. You made Reagan cry. He's crying right now. I mean, I, yeah, I am crying a little you bit. You gave him emotion. I, <laughs> I, I'm a little emotional tonight. No, kidding. <laughs> kidding. Uh, you know, Podunk, Arkansas, they like to burn fields and, and dust and stuff is stirred up and it gets in your eyes and it looks like you're crying. But <laughs> we'll just say it's it's tears of joy for this past weekend. That's what we'll call it. Um, but Slate, you know, he asked you about your experience in Death Valley for the first time. I want to ask, you know, obviously you transferred in. This is your first year at LSU uh, coming from East Carolina. Uh, as You know, coming in as our, our now starting long snapper. Look, I got to tell you, you're, you're, you got some big shoes to fill behind these Ferguson guys that are in the yeah. NFL. Like, like we've, we, we've, we've been consistent with these brothers and, and haven't had to worry about it. And so far, man, you've been just as solid, and I think you filled the shoes great. What's that transition from East Carolina to LSU uh, been like for you? Um, it's been a surprisingly, like, smooth, <laughs> smoother transition than you would think. Um, at East Carolina, I mean, I went there and – last summer and then played started all the games and our bowl game got canceled like the day before it um because of covid i guess man that was yeah. boston college side they like lost like half their team to covid so i don't know if it was a forfeit or if it was just a no contest but it was something like that and then either the day after or it could have been even been no the day after the day after the bowl game i went to the transfer portal and got a text saying that they're interested and i was I was interested, obviously. I was all in. Uh, <laughs> sure. And he called yeah, he called me and I talked to him for about five minutes and he like he asked me uh if I was interested. And I was like, dude, I'm ready to come right now. Like you don't need to talk to me anymore. I'm ready to go. Stein me That's up. awesome. That's awesome. Now who was it who who called who gave you the initial call? Uh Coach Polian, the special team. I okay, I figured. Awesome. I figured it was Coach Polian. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad it's been a real smooth transition uh, for you from East Carolina to LSU. And I'm I'm thrilled that you were uh, that excited to come to LSU. I mean, obviously, LSU is uh, a perennial program in, in all of college football and a national championship 
expectations, you know, year in, year out. Um, and, and we're glad you, you've come and joined to be a part of this new staff, this new era LSU get back right type of mentality with Brian Kelly um, in. So my next question for you and Zach, you can follow up after uh, this question. Um, what is Brian Kelly's mentality? How has it been since he's got there and this transition for him has begun? What, what are some of the things that stick out about Brian Kelly and how he runs his program? Uh, well, I wasn't obviously I wasn't here before he came, but from sure. everything I've heard, it was a lot looser. And I feel like when now, or I not I feel like I know like when he now he focuses on the, the little things he wants to focus right. on, and two main goals: graduating, graduating, and winning the national championship. Obviously, um, so I feel like the the team is really actually taking it well, and because everyone wants to win, we want we want to go win the national championship. So we'll do whatever it takes, and I think I think things have tightened up a lot, and the level of seriousness has increased a ton. And you got people giving a hundred percent effort every single day of practice, which is something that I've heard wasn't always a thing. That's awesome. You can definitely tell that, especially in y'all's games, because I mean y'all fought y'all fought against Florida State, overcame deficit, came up a little short, obviously, but then State. I mean y'all were down thirteen points, came back and just completely dominated the fourth quarter and Reagan mentioned it probably the play of the game the 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 play that completely shifted the momentum yes. I have to ask Slade because I think everybody wants to ask this question <laughs> did you you know yell at this guy the punter <laughs> off Williams did you say something about his mama you know did you trash talk <laughs> you know what what made him fumble was it just you you know give him a little juke move right in front of him and then step in the side or what was it so I was running down there um and so I just like saw him. I think he signaled for a fair catch. I can't really remember. And I'm getting in front of him and I'm like, okay, I'm getting kind of close now. I'm getting kind of close. And then he steps up and I'm like, oh shoot, I got to get out of the way. So I like step out of the way at the last <laughs> second and the ball just falls down. And I'm like, I'm like just looking at him. I just like, no way he just dropped the ball on the ground. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember it. Like it's, it's really don't, I don't remember it at all, but I just like, the ball was in my hand somehow. Uh, it was really <laughs> it's a miracle from God that I reacted that quickly because uh, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That's I'm not that quick. Hey, Man, I mean, it, was, it, it happens. Split, ahead, I mean, you actually pretty quick. Yeah, I, I have to ask though was there was there any thought of let me just pick this up and run with this thing? Or was it just <laughs> let me let me get on it? Let, I gotta get on it. There was absolutely no thought in picking up the ball and running into the end zone. I was <laughs> diving straight on to it. I think I think a lot of fans would want to hear that because you know sometimes when players get that mentality, they have that that thought process. Sometimes it doesn't work out. It, it slips out, or the 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 another player, the state player, could you know like came and tackled you and tried to strip it, whatever. But I, I think you made the right choice and just completely diving on it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think if I would have tried to scoop and score it. Um, I don't even think I would have gotten the ball off the ground. So, <laughs> luckily, luckily, I fell on top of it. BK said, uh, the right place, the right time. Hey, oh, you, you got down there. You got down there. Uh, Al Anderson has 4.7 hang time. NFL time. Yeah, no, I was about to say, uh, Jay Bramble, our punter, had an incredible punt on that one. Put, dropped it right on the – I think it was the eight-yard line. Yep. Plenty of hang time for me to get down there. and I was literally sitting in front of the returner for like a second maybe. And then – just a, a miracle from God to drop the ball down because I I couldn't have 
I couldn't have prayed for anything more more amazing than that. I, I got to say, I love the reaction. You kind of stood up and gave the, like, arms down, just, like, yell, scream up and yell. And then, I, I dude, the fans Perfect. were going nuts. How was dude. that moment, just, just the celebration and hearing the entire stadium react behind the play that you just made? When I like when I got up after like celebrating, I was like that was straight pure like emotion energy. Like I I was not like like meaning to do any of that. I was just so excited. And then Jay actually ran down all the way from the fifty or the other forty five or wherever he yeah. was. He ran all the way down there. And I was like giving him high fives. I was like, no way. There's no way right now. <laughs> and the funny part is, me and him were like talking earlier, and we were like, this stadium's loud right now. But he was like. Let's see how uh, – oh, what do we say? Oh, I was like, um, I wonder how loud this stadium will get tonight and, like, what will happen. And then, like, within five minutes of that, that happens. I'm like, yeah, that's the loudest I've ever heard this Wow. Story. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Oh, it's the loudest it got. It, it definitely erupted, in, in you know, in that moment. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure it, it was a surreal thing to experience all those emotions and the crowd and for your first time. And, and I mean – I mean, huge play, and, and kudos to you uh, for, for, for making the play happen. Um, so, Slate, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit here. Um, obviously, first game of the season, uh, you play Florida State. It's a – I mean, it's a it's a fight, you know, to the end. Um, and, I, and, I mean, literally to the last second. Yeah. Um, and, of course – what happened happened on the extra, the PAT. Um, and of course you, you're a part of the special teams. Um, you know, how did, how did Polian and, 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 and you as a group, the special teams group, uh, I mean, how do you handle, uh, an emotional thing like letdown, I guess you could say like that. What is your mentality towards that? And what kind of, what kind of preparation goes into correcting those type of mistakes? Cause since it's happened, it's been flawless. Um, so, like, really, I think the best way to handle that is uh, the best way to handle a win as well. You really – you got to watch it, see what happens, see what went wrong, and then you can't think about it anymore. You got to put it in your past because you got yeah. you got a game next week. Um, so, looking back on it and saying, like, I wish or if only, it's not going to help you at all. So, I think that was the mentality he came in with. He, he said, I'm not – he said we have some things to improve, obviously, and so we improved that. Sure. And we kind of changed, we kind of tweaked up our uh, field goal, our field goal um, a little to uh, better fit the people on the line and who we have. And so I think that's definitely helped us uh, improve. And um, the players' mentality was, I think they took it. I think they took it well. I think I think uh, in the moment it was uh, hard. Sure. For sure. So I think I think everyone bounced Absolutely. back and was and really uh, didn't let it drag them down or or uh, get under their skin. Yeah, absolutely. Zach, you got a question for him? I, this is so. This is let's 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 take a step outside of football, um, and we will get to some of these comments. And we do have some questions for you flying in. Um, I want to know outside of football, what have you grown to absolutely love being at LSU, being in Baton Rouge? Maybe it's something culturally um, for you. I mean, what have you just absolutely grown to? Maybe it's the food. I don't know. Maybe you found a spot you just love to eat at. Um, so what? What? What is it that that drives you outside of football uh, in Baton Rouge? 
you stole it right from my tongue. Is the is definitely the food. The food is okay. absolutely phenomenal. Um, and my favorite spot is probably probably Raul's. Uh, it's like a locally pl- local place, and the food there is absolutely amazing. Best food I've ever tasted in my life. And I go there every single opportunity I get because it's, <laughs> it's just really that good. You're you're yeah. a regular. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm always there. Whenever, whenever I have an opportunity, and whenever I'm feeling like it, oh, I'm there. So, Zach, we can get to a few of these questions in the comments. I do have one final question for Slade, but we'll we'll get to these comments first, and then I, we can wrap uh, our segment up here with Slade um, on that one final com, uh, question. DK Takeover wants to ask you, is there any special ritual that you do before game days or on game day before the game? Uh, I don't know about a special ritual. I kind of just get excited. For sure. Um, I get a lot of snaps on the sideline. I don't know if that's really a ritual, though. It's just me, like, making sure I'm warm and locked in and can get the visual mm-hmm. visuality of me getting, like, a good snap. Um, I think the best ritual is, like, every single time I run down the field, uh, when we run out as a team, I'll run down to the end zone and kind of pray and, like, just thank God for, like, the environment and just the, like, ability for me to wake up every morning and just have the opportunity to be here because – I don't deserve awesome. it, but he gave it to me. So I feel like if anything, that's the best best ritual I could I could do. That's awesome. That's awesome. We got any other comments in here? Questions? Uh, well, BK did what he did say. Get used to the noise. Wait till October eighth and November fifth. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking. I look, for, I look forward to each and every single week we get to we get to play a game. It's oh, it's feeling never going to be. In a few weeks, Tennessee's coming to town, man, and that's I, cool. I, I, I have a good feeling that's going to be a lot bigger crowd than than what you experienced on against State. Look, I and Slade, Slade, I got to be honest with you too. Like Saturday night was jumping, like n- no doubt about it, and and I agree, it was it was jumping. But I'm gonna tell you right now, and this is nothing on the team, this is on the fans, and it may be because what has happened in the last two years. There's a little bit of hurt. Uh, from what has sustained the, the past two seasons, but it was jumping, but it wasn't to what it fulls its full potential, what it could be. Because yeah. I'm telling you right now, I, I mean, I was watching on TV, and there were a, a plenty of seats that could have been filled on the two sides. And 2019 Florida, it was shoulder to shoulder, and. I mean, that may have been one of ever. the craziest environments ever. I mean, you, you think of games like 2015, uh, um, LSU-Bama, 2018, LSU-Bama. Uh, I mean, it's shoulder to shoulder. And and I hope soon within this season that we can have it shoulder to shoulder. I mean, it was slam-packed, but it wasn't to its full potential. Uh, so I'm excited to to see fans continue to grow in enthusiasm based off of what the team has been doing recently and slam that thing to where nobody can do anything but stand, right? <laughs> so hopefully you can experience that type of level, but it was good to see it back to somewhat of what it needs to be as it is Tiger Stadium. Do we have any more questions? Any more questions at all? And I'll I'll get I'll get to uh, uh, Sem- Semper Fide Crawfish Company said as as laid. 
I know 14 and one isn't what you hope for, but <laughs> can you live with it? <laughs> um, I think I can live with 14 and one. That's a pretty, that's pretty good. <laughs> I think everyone would be good with 14-1. Yeah, that's best-case scenario right about now. Which, yeah, if, we're, if we're being honest, uh, in that case scenario, you'd be playing – is that – well, 14, that's 15 games. I'm, I'm My math's wrong. That would be – that'd be perfect. So, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything else, and I'll ask you my last one. Go ahead. Ask him your question. And if, if we have anything deal. flying, then uh, we'll, we'll come back to it. All right, Slade. So – I mean, I just got to ask you, okay, because I think it's really unique. What got you into long snapping? Oh. What? Because it's kind of a unique position on the field. Not many question. people do it. But what got you into long snapping, and how did you get to the level of Division One now LSU starting long snapper? How, how, how did that transpire? Kind of crazy. Um, I've never, I never really played football. I guess I played flag football when I was like eight or nine, but I never like actually played like pee wee or middle school ball or anything like that. I played baseball my whole life, um, and one day I'm just like hitting balls off. We have, we have like a little uh, pitching machine that pitch like these tiny balls that would really yeah. help you like focus on your hand eye contact. Yeah. Um, and my dad comes out out to the garage. He's like, he had, I guess he had watched something on ESPN and he was like, he's like, you need, I'm going to give you a football and I want you to try this thing real quick. And so I, I got down and snapped it and it was like, it was like a 10 yard snap, but it was, it actually spiraled <laughs> for the first time ever. Uh, wow. it. And so he had watched something on ESPN where um, someone was talking about, I don't know who, and they had said, like, if you want, if you want your kid to go to college for free, this is the this is the easiest way to do it, um, and so he's like he's like went outside and had me try it, and he would I didn't I was like I'm not gonna play this position this position's dumb I don't I don't want to snap the ball I don't want to be bent over and snapping the ball every single play, <laughs> but he made me he made me do it for like 15 minutes every day. Uh, wow! And I I mean, um, high school came around. This was probably like eighth grade maybe even close to the, uh, high school and i like, yeah. didn't really think anything of it i just did it just because he made me like i was like i'm not gonna play this position this is so dumb um <laughs> I, I get to high school and uh start playing uh high school baseball and really like i really lost the passion for it and it was just mm -hmm. so much practice for something that i did not really enjoy anymore um sure. so i was like you know i'm gonna go play football and i played Freshman year, I played, like, guard or tackle. Um, oh, wow. And I would just see, like, these kids, like, go off, like, leave the whole team, like, go down to the game field every single day. I'm like, what are they, why do those kids get to leave? And so it was, like, these these specialists. And I was like, I'm going to yeah. go – I'm going to actually go and try to snap. And so I went down there <laughs> and really started practicing, practicing a lot. I I mean, I still didn't have a passion for it. Um, right. Like dad, even through, like, maybe junior year my dad still made me do it and i was like i was playing football now doing that position so i was like i kind of enjoyed it yeah but i was still like not, i'm never gonna play in college and then i started getting actually pretty decent at it um maybe like junior between junior and senior year i started taking it seriously right. like actually wanting to practice on my own and i feel like that's where i like got to the point where i was like 
actually maybe like college college tier. Um, so he really pushed me really hard. And recruiting wise, I I didn't have like any scholarships out of high school. Um, yeah, I've never been never been to a college camp, never been on a college visit. Um, I really just I had like a couple options. It was I had a walk on from Arkansas, walk on from West Virginia, East Carolina, Army, Marshall, and I think that's about it. Yeah, and I really wanted to go to Arkansas, but it was it was too much money. Even with the even with the academic scholarship, it was too much money. Sure. sure. And East Carolina had told me that if I went there and started, they would actually like refund me my fall semester. Wow. And so I was like, I'm going to go and work my tail off and go start there so I can get refunded. And so I get there and the whole summer just working hard and get the spot. Um, wow. But they didn't refund me my scholarship, so that's actually why I left. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they kind well, of – Why don't we appreciate that? I wouldn't say they lied wow. to me. It was, it was a bit of deception. So um, <laughs> I left, and now I'm here, and – it's really wow. just a, really what big a blessing. It's really a big blessing because I don't I don't deserve any of it. I'm just a regular kid and super cool to be here. Wow, what an incredible That's story! Cool. I mean, I wasn't even That's expecting cool. that. Wow, I, I mean, so you kind of got into it like your last few years of high school. I mean, obviously your dad was like, "Hey, try this out," but I mean, you really got into it like your last two years of high school. Yeah, I mean, I you, mean, that's you better crazy. be thanking your dad. You better be thanking your oh, dad man. a lot. You don't even know it. Now you're, now you're starting to LSU. You. That's crazy. That's awesome, man. That's we do have a awesome few more story. comments. Uh, yeah, some more came in while we were t- while we were uh, discussing. Slay, this this is our this is our dad. If you didn't know, he said, uh, "Ask him uh, if he played in the NFL. Which team would he aspire to go to first? Oh, okay, interesting. Okay, well, okay, this is going to be like a two part answer. Okay. So okay. my it, my I'm from North Carolina, so I grew up a Panthers fan. But also, my favorite team is the Patriots because that's where my dad's from. He's from Massachusetts. Oh um, no, we, oh, we we may not be able to be friends anymore. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, you got you got to wait. <laughs> so I would my favorite team. My favorite team is the Patriots and the Panthers. But the team I would want to play for, um, is probably t- de- no, not probably, definitely a team down south. Um, the Bucks would be okay. fun, or. Panthers would be admit if I if I got to play for the Panthers I would lose my mind because that's a perfectly weathered place and it's where I'm from I'm literally from Charlotte like five minutes away from the stadium so that would be that'd be unreal oh that'd yeah be cool. yeah that'd be awesome I mean that'd be uh, incredible I mean I mean you don't want to go up to Boston and and in the yeah. snow and, no I nah. I would freeze your tail off I, would, I love the Patriots but I would never want to play there uh, so you're so you're thinking Tampa Bay Miami. You know, Any, dude, anywhere, anywhere that's in. warm, it's like yeah, warm. yeah, yeah. Because that's what makes my job easy. I can grip down the ball. It's not, For sure. it's not hard. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Slade, we really appreciate you uh, coming on and, and taking your time. I think we got what well, we got. One more question. I think we got two more, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Slade, two if more. You want to? You can you can be quick with these if you want to. Uh, ask Slade. Doesn't Zach look like Doctor Strange? Tim Tebow and a little <laughs> <child>. <laughs> they're, they're talking about me. That's a, a joke amongst uh, LSU, the LSU podcasts. Um, Doctor Strange. I mean, don't like Doctor Strange to you? I don't, now I don't that know. no, now that he says it, I'm not even oh, lying. Gosh. You look like Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> He'll never hear the end of it. Yeah, I'll never hear the end of it. 
At, at the beginning, when, look, when we started the podcast, it was it, I didn't have the full goatee. I just had this, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's 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 LSU Zach Efron," like because I felt ZAC. I, I I don't know. Anyways, all right. Uh, BK Takeover said, "Aslan, if you could play one game for the LSU baseball team, what position and what would you predict your batting stats would be?" Um, I always played. I was always like a catcher first, but I also I also pitched and played third base. But I think catcher is my definitely my favorite position. Um, so I'll play catcher. I don't, I don't know how good I would do. People would run over the bases on me, but I'll catch the ball. I'll catch the ball. And, uh, my batting average would not be the best because the last one I played, I was going against people throwing like 82 and now they're throwing nineties. I'm not even going to see the pitch. I might get lucky and get one, one hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may have well, you, to give Coach Johnson a call and see if you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you definitely got to at least go to some of the have you, uh, to the baseball games, especially when it, when they get here. It'll be excited for. Yeah, you. the box is going to be it's going to be jumping this year. The team they're, they're going to be a good uh, team this year. They're going to be contending this year. It's going to be exciting. And of course, uh, obviously, you played baseball, so I'm sure uh, you'll enjoy watching a really good LSU baseball team. Slate, you've been an awesome interview. Uh, we appreciate you for taking. Sure time out of your night to hop on the show and answer our questions um hey man keep up the great work you've been doing really great um and obviously we're, we're super excited for you uh being able to make the play you did saturday night it was a huge turning point in the game and all lsu fans i, I mean you became and an, like the idol for them in that moment so uh, I, I mean i can't explain to you right here in this living room behind me <laughs> the actions that were going on within my living room <laughs> when you recovered that muff punt. Um, so just know every household in Louisiana was jumping up and down uh, when you sure. made that play. So appreciate you taking your time, brother. You've been awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It was a, it was a blast. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. We'll have to do it again. Hey, we're going to hit a quick break, uh, and we'll, we'll be right back after this to recap Saturday night's game. See you right after this. Five-star hero. Your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem. And at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Five Star Hero. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Man, that was awesome. Great interview. That was great, uh, man. I mean, some some great little tidbits, right? I mean, uh, I'm always curious uh, with a long snapper, I'm like, who, Why? who got you into it? Like, what do you like? like who yeah. got you into it? I mean, what a great story uh, from Slade. I mean, I mean, the kid went from like playing baseball to his last mate, maybe two years of high school, long snapping, walk on at East Carolina, uh, yep. didn't get refunded like he was told. Now he's the starting <laughs> long snapper at LSU. I mean, what a story. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, I mean, he obviously hats off to his dad for pushing him to, uh, to work hard at it. Um, but Hey guys, we, I mean, we got a, we got a great game to recap. I mean, I mean, what a big, big, big win 
for LSU, uh, Brian Kelly's opening SEC game. I mean, what a way to set the tone uh, um, for SEC play, Zach. I mean, that was – I mean, I, I don't know about you, Massive. Zach, but this is like – Like, we are in a, 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 a time period where – like we're we are rebuilding to a point, right? Like where you used to feel like, okay, we're gonna win this game. We're we, you know we're, we're we got this covered. You you don't so confidently feel that way. So yeah. you know we've we've we LSU has gone through a purge this off season. I mean the LSU program has just been wiped clean. It's a new slate, new staff almost a new team um and and lsu has gone through this purge and now you know brian kelly has come in he's trying to set his mentality he's building the basis of his program the foundation for his program setting the tone for how he wants things to run and I, i mean it is going to be a journey and this win and wins that like this that are going to happen this year next year are going to be so sweet because you can appreciate them more, right? You can appreciate this step, uh, you know, in the journey back to the top a lot more than when you were just like, oh, it's a Mississippi school, you know, we got this covered. You were a dog in this game. Yeah. You were a dog, and then you beat them by 15. Like, this was after a, being a, down, After being down, 13. Yeah, I, I mean, this is not a this is not a tone setter for the year. This is a tone setter for Brian Kelly and his beginning tenure at LSU. I, I mean, you saw a a fight in LSU that you haven't seen in two years. Yeah. You saw a defense that you haven't seen in two years. I mean, grit, physical, fast. I, I mean, exciting, enthusiastic fundamental play I mean it was a great game it was a great game and you you appreciate this now more because of what you've gone through the last two years and it's gonna be great for the climb Zach you can start your recap I know we need to get going on the recap your initial thoughts from the from the game so uh, I gotta shout out our dad um, first off because he asked me a really good question. Um, and I guess me and you can kind of talk about this and discuss this together. Um, but dad asked me this and I got, I got to say, I, I could go either way on this. He gave me his opinion. Um, I gave him my opinion and I really don't think either answer is wrong. Uh, okay. but near the end of the game, when the game was all said and done, I think it was after the J ward pick dad said, Hey Zach, you know, with you doing the podcast and everything, what in your mind was the one thing that changed this that 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 won this game that changed this game uh, and and made it to be the result that it is um and i said it was when lsu decided all right we're going to run tempo the every single every single driver out there i said that and the reason that i said that was because up until that point uh on the last drive of the first half LSU wasn't doing anything. They weren't doing anything offensively. Defensively, they were fantastic. They were, I mean, oh, yes, yes, State had the, the 13 points and they had the touchdown that they gave up, but really the LSU's uh in LSU's inability to execute on offense really led to that first 
State touchdown, if I'm being honest. And that's my opinion from what happened. But then we see them go tempo on the last drive of the second half or the first of the first half. And it was like everything just clicked. And it was like we knew we could do this against Florida State. it, It worked for us when we did this against Florida State. Why didn't we start the game with this? And I tweeted, I said, run tempo the rest of the game. And they did. They did until, of course, like near the end when they were just kind of handing the ball off and trying to trying to run the clock, and it bode it bode very well for them because sure. it finally you know they were able to move the ball. They 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 got twenty one points in the fourth quarter, scored on the last three drives, all in a row, back to back to back. Um, and so for me, that was what won the game because if you don't make that decision and if you don't if you don't make that adjustment mid-game, yeah. then the result it looks a lot like what it did in the first half. And you don't sure. even though your defense is playing well, you probably don't score the points that you need to score in order to win the game. Dad said it was the defense, and I can't disagree with him either. Now, the defense yeah. was the constant. The defense was the constant. Yes, they gave up some points. Yes, they gave up some yardage, but they were flying around. They were tackling well. Now the first the first couple of drives, I, I also tweeted this, and I was upset because the tackling wasn't there, and major, majorly it was on the special teams side of things, which we'll of course get to. But on the first two drives, there was there was a couple of missed tackles that frustrated us because me and Reagan, we know we've talked <coughs> about that uh, in the past couple of games. We've seen some of that struggling with tackling, but after that. Dude, they shut it Incredible. down. And they shut it down, Incredible. and they were they were fantastic at tackling and wrapping up mm-hmm. and keeping keeping everything in front of them, which was one of our big big tools for TA tools for success when we covered uh, and previewed this game on Friday. Uh, and so I don't disagree with that. I, I agree. I, I believe the offense kind of was the main factor uh, into winning the game uh, and changing the outcome of the game. But the defense was the constant in the game. Um, they they played lights out. They played lights out. And, and like I said, you take away that touchdown that really I think was kind of given to state because of the offense uh, inability to score. Because I'm pretty sure didn't they didn't they turn the ball over that on short field and state had and state had a short field to work with and they had like two or three plays and then boom they're in the end zone. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. Um. I can't remember, but it, it was it was a quick turnaround for the defense, and and, and yeah. I mean it was. I, mean, I, just thinking, I just remember thinking the offense is gonna like state's gonna score here because yeah. the offense didn't get going there, um, and sure enough, that's what happened. So yeah. um, I'd like to hear your take on it, man. Um, but overall, um, LSU defense is back. This is not the defense that you saw the past two years. Oh, I mean, um, you saw glimpses of it at the end of last season, but this season they have performed very well. I'm at really – LSU's defense is going to keep you in a lot of ball games, And so oh, that, that excites me. And the idea of LSU running tempo an entire game, that also really excites me. Here's here's my rebuttal, and, and I will I will lean towards Dad on, on this one. Here's my rebuttal on <sighs> – you can't just say run tempo every 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 possession and then it solves your problem especially in this game here's the reason why especially early on this is your third new offensive line 
there is a lot of communication that goes on on an offensive line, and to go in there and throw Emory Jones, right, and Charles Turner, who now – this is his second start, but it's a, now it's a second start not against Southern. It's a second start now against Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, and Emory Jones, this is his first start as a freshman. So it, it, it's easy to say, oh, just go tempo. But it's not that simple when when that has changed. Now, this is your third game, and the offense's line has changed for a third time. Um, so I, I think you have to work them into it. And if if you want me to be honest, the offense got the ball first, which I don't I, I don't I don't entirely like the fact that they won the coin toss and took the ball. I would rather them deferred. Um, but they took the ball. And the offense was moving. It was moving until you had some clock issues and then you had a few procedural penalties, false starts with Charles Turner and whatnot. If you're running up-tempo, you know, that may end up being worse. You know, I mean, if you're – now, I will also say, I mean, clearly it works. Uh, Up-tempo definitely helps. I think there's times when you you have – I think Brian Kelly put it – paralysis by analysis you, yeah. you when you start running the offense you can over analyze you can overthink things and when you can run tempo it it kind of you know speeds things up to where you don't think as much you just you just like do take over you I just do less time to think and just react exactly exactly i mean that's a perfect comment um so your your defense i think won you this game and here's why. If Will Rogers was able to do what he's been doing all year and your offense continues to struggle, you probably lose the game first half. I mean, you didn't score until there was two minutes left in the second half and you drove the field and scored. And they had multiple opportunities to go down and score. But your defense bowed its neck and and flexed its muscles on this Mississippi State offense and more than once, in fact, three times, got you fourth down stops. I mean, absolutely massive. Your defense kept you in this game when your offense wasn't doing anything. It kept you in this game long enough for your offense to make adjustments so they could go and score points. And I will also say – a key factor to LSU's winning to add to your two points, uh, obviously being that dad saying the defense, you saying up-tempo offense, I will say strength and conditioning won you this game. By the fourth quarter, your guys were still running, chugging strong. Yeah. And you wore state down. I.E., you scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. Strength and conditioning was huge in this game. You were you 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 were more you had more stamina and outplayed state when it comes to a physical standpoint um, because you were conditioned very well for this game. And I loved the effort that was given all the way to the end. So I also would attribute strength and conditioning as a huge part of this game. I want to talk about a few series with for the defense. Zach, how massive is it? How absolutely massive is it 
your defense gets a fourth down stop yeah. on like the 29-yard line. Your offense gets the ball dang near in the red zone because they turned it over on downs. On the second play, your offense fumbles the ball, and instead Ugh. of breaking, right, like you have this emotional high for the defense. They get a fourth down stop. You're thinking as the defense, you're about to catch a breather. Your offense is at least about to get you three points, right? Yeah. Surely they can get you three points from where they're at. And two plays later, boom, they're back on the field. And they get you a three and out. Massive. And on third and ten, they Massive. stack the right side. Harold Perkins, BJ, Savion Jones, and Savion gets the sack fumble, obviously recovered by State. Then they punt. I mean, that is a huge, huge series of plays by the defense. I mean, yeah. absolutely massive for you to be able to do that as a defense, to be able to turn around like that and do the same thing again was was huge. Kudos to Matt House on an excellently called game as the coordinator. I think putting Matt House in the box, I think Carter made this point on Blake's show. Carter was was spot on. Putting Matt House up in the box where he can see the whole game, where he's not in the pressure of the sideline, it's a more yeah. relaxed environment, called an, an excellent game. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the defense was incredible. The secondary continues to look great. The The defensive line wreaked havoc. You, you stuffed this rushing game that had become – something that Mike Leach was leaning on this year, right? We all yep. hear the the air raid, air raid, air raid. Well, now Mike Leach had a rushing game, so he's throwing that in there too. Now State looks like they're, they're more multiple. Well, you're, you're, that you held both their top two backs to 50 yards. Both of their longest runs were over 30 yards. Both of their longest runs were over 30 yards. That means more than half of their yards came on one play. State totaled for a for seventy five yards rushing, and you held Will Rogers. We said it, Zach. We said if he throws for less than two hundred yards, you win this game. And we said if it's between two hundred and three hundred yards for Will Rogers, it's a toss up. Well, you held him to two fourteen. That favors yep. LSU. For that sure. favors LSU huge. I mean, it was. It, it, I mean, it, it was an incredibly played game by the defense, absolutely massive. Hats off to Jaden Daniels for playing a tough game, uh, a, a a physical game. Um, Had a rough start and then played awesome. start, played game. I mean, again, 93 yards rushing, over 200 yards passing, continues to be efficient, um, 59% completion percentage, not as high as it has been, but still it, it, it was better than Will Rogers. His completion yep. percentage was better than Will Rogers, and people would would argue up and day all night long that Will Rogers probably would have had a way better game in this game than Jane Daniels, and Jane Daniels had the better game statistically. Yeah, it was it was an all around great game. The last thing I want to point out, Zach, and then I'll let you I, I, I'll let you give a little bit more, and then we'll we, we probably need to move on. Um, oh my gosh, Will Campbell and Emory Jones. Emory Jones is your right tackle, dude. Yeah. Emory Dude, Jones this, is your right tackle. Here's the thing, Reagan. Look, they yes they yes they struggled. Yes they missed some assignments. These guys are seeing a lot of things that they've never seen at at the high school level. At the high school level, did they struggle? 
Did I, they struggle? I mean, maybe early a little bit, but that I mean, not really, not really. Yeah. I mean, in they the, missed. The there, there was a couple. Game, no. There was a couple of missed assignments, but like, I'm just I'm nitpicking at this point. I really am. Okay. Um, here's what I'm trying to say. I mentioned this at the beginning of the season, preseason. The the thought that this offensive line, yes, they don't have the experience that the past two seasons have had. Yes, right. early on, they're probably going to struggle more so than the last couple of se- offensive lines did. But look, dude, the talent level and the ceiling for this offensive line, Think about it, Reagan. You had two true freshmen yep. starting at your ends. You had two true sophomores yep. starting on, at your interior. And then, of course, you had Charles Turner at center. Well, I thought played yep. an okay game. He, you know, he had he had a lot of he had some mistakes, um, but played an okay game. Dude, I think I think this is your offensive line moving forward, at least for now, for sure. Um, and it really well, some excites me. Anthony Bradford may take Frazier's spot, but we'll see. We'll see. Dude, it it of course Anthony Bradford sat out this game, but dude, it it really excites me for the future of this offensive line. Like this season moving forward, but think about the next two seasons when you're going to have all four of those guys yep. still available. Yep, it's it's and it's very exciting. I mean, I mean, we we know for a fact that 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 Brian Kelly. I mean, he was big on offensive line at Notre Dame. Had great offensive line. And you look at guys like Emory Jones, Will Campbell, who are true freshmen uh, that look like they're going to play for three years at LSU uh, starting. And then you think of guys oh, yeah. coming in like Lance Hurd, right? I mean, this this is a great foundation that's beginning to build. Uh, and you got to win the line of scrimmage in the SEC, and I think this is a great beginning point. Um, Emory Jones looked great. He allowed one sack, and um, – there was a blitz stunt that was switched, and he just didn't pick it up. Again, you're One saying, mistake. He's saying stuff for the first time ever. <laughs> One mistake. But look, the dude didn't get ran over. So you can go to film and say, hey, here's here's what you got, right? Yeah. Here's what happened. And you can make adjustments. That's something you can correct. So, I, I mean, very pleased with the two freshmen. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, awesome. I mean, again – I, I'm. I think that it was released today. They didn't allow like a like it was like zero QB hurries or something like that. LSU football's media uh, official media put that out or something like that. I mean, it was an incredible game for, for the both of them. Very yeah. pleased. Uh, I mean, Will Campbell even got to do a little jig in in the, in the end zone after Josh Williams <laughs> touchdown. I, I mean, I don't yeah, know I if White Bush should dance like that, but I mean, he was breaking it down. He was. How uh, impressed with the linebackers were you? Because, dude, you can't you can't take out Micah Bassett and Harold Perkins. You cannot take oh. them out of the game. Harold Perkins, bro. Look, Harold Perkins uh, is going Very to be true. a star at LSU. Micah Bassett. He's a star right now. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he's going to be like, yes. They played incredible. I, I mean, yeah. you utilize those guys so well. I mean, you use Harold Perkins to bring pressure. Uh, I, I mean, Micah Baskerville was flying around. I mean, so quick. Makes his read, makes his move. I, I mean, 
there was one play, and they actually pointed it out. It was like a second and two or something like that. Micah Baskerville uh, picked up the run, saw the running back, I mean, beeline to the running back, made a tackle, and, I mean, it was like boom, boom, like, like and it happened. And it was a great tackle, and you stopped him short of the line to gain. Um, and, and it brought up a third and short. I mean, it, it, it was great. It was great. The linebacker play hasn't been the best. Set state that that was your best linebacker play that you've seen, in, you know, this season. Um, so yeah, Baskerville is going to keep playing. He's going to keep playing. By the way, um, you, you you mentioned it um, between Will Campbell and Emory Jones, zero QB pressures allowed. Yeah. I. And lastly, Jay Ward. How. I mean, defensive player of the week, by two, the way. B.J. Ojolari, defensive lineman of the lineman week. Lineman of the week, yep. Uh, Jay Ward, SEC defensive player of the week, completely deserved it. B.J. Ojolari caused so much havoc. I mean, I, 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 dude hit Will Rogers multiple times. Um, multiple times. And, I mean, solid hits. Jay Ward, I mean, how hats off to Matt House and Brian Kelly understanding that that switch needed to be made between Greg For Brooks sure. and Jay Ward. That, and well, I mean, that, is, that was Kerry Cooks. That was a Kerry Cooks Cook. suggestion. I, I, hats off to Kerry Cooks and them. Uh, that, I mean, that is going to pay dividends for LSU all stinking year. 11 solo tackles for Jay Ward, a pass breakup on a, on a huge fourth down play. A pass breakup on a huge fourth down play. Yep. The game ceiling interception. Yep. I, I mean, s- several tackles for loss. I mean, he had a few. Ta- I think it was like a, a tackle and a half for loss or something like that. I, yeah. I mean, it was a career Tackling's game. Not an issue for him, man. Tackling. It was a career an game for, for Jay Ward. Yeah, dude. It was a career game. I, I mean, he's flying around the ball, bro. Incredible, dude. And Greg, look, I know we're talking about Jay Ward, but Greg Brooks, man, look, he looks good. Greg Brooks yeah, I mean, is flying around the ball. Like there is, like there's been when I've the, when I've watched him in this in the dome uh, against Southern in this last game against State. Like I have seen flashes, flashes, fleeting flashes yeah. of Tyron Matthew. Like dude's flying around the ball. Yeah, he is. He's making plays in the backfield. It, his style of play really impresses me, man. Yeah, and I mean, what? How about that hit? I mean, oh. he made. It, that that reminded me a lot of Tyron Matthew because he made the read, and I mean he flew to him and yes. and laid like whoo textbook tackling, put the shoulder into him, wrapped up, put him on the ground. It it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, defense gets an A plus plus for the night to hold State under three hundred yards. To hold Will Rogers to only 214 yards passing, I, I, I mean, the defense deserves all the credit in the world. Um, incredible. Great game. The resilience of the offense to go out in the fourth quarter and execute the way they did, that you wore them down to the point to where you had two rushing touchdowns, one being for like 11 yards, correct? Josh Williams. Josh like- Williams. Just trucks, and, just fighting, fighting. Dude, kudos made. to Josh Williams, man. And then dude, in, a, in, a, in a crucial situation, yards. you are first in goal. You are first in goal. You really need to score. And who's the back they put out there? Josh Williams Josh to Williams. run the ball, not yep. to pass block, 
not to pass block, but to run the football. And yep. dude, dude wanted it more. He wanted it more. I will say also on the running backs, dude, John Emery, I, I know he didn't have a big stat game. He looked good. He's he going to continue to grow. He's going to continue. And he's going to continue. He's going to continue. Like he made cuts. He hit the holes. <laughs> And he, you know, he was getting three, four. I mean, I think he, I think he averaged three yards a pop, um, which you know, isn't something to be like whoa over. But like, he, 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 he hit the holes. He found the holes when they weren't there, yep. and 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 he made plays. Like he was, he was getting three, four, five yards uh, every every run, and it really impressed me. Even though he didn't break the long one like Armani did. Um, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to see what he has the rest of the way. I, I really hope they get him going against New Mexico State next I week. Agree. This, this I agree. This is something weekend. All right, we need to move on, Zach. We we got to get to the. Uh, I mean, it was a great game. Uh, things to work on, man. Let's discuss the things that need to be worked on. Uh, go ahead. You can start. You kick it off. Um, for me, definitely, definitely the most disappointing thing that frustrated me the most in this game was the special teams coverage. It was bad. It was bad. Um, And thank you, Jarrett Bernard Converse, um, for for tracking down lightning speed number five um, and and outrunning him, beating beating his speed and tackling him. Luckily, we got the holding penalty. Thanks, Greg Penn, for that. Or Savion Jones, I can't remember exactly who it was. Um, but dude, that has got which is weird because like that really wasn't a problem. I don't remember that being a problem week one. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't remember it being a problem week two, but they have got to be able to cover better on on the punts and the kickoff returns. Both of them now, they look bad and they miss tackles. I don't know if you watched BK's press conference today, but he made a, a great point about it because he was asked about it. Now, you don't want to put everything on the kicker, but the style of the kick definitely played a factor into it, right? You want a big looping kick on the kickoff, like a a big arch to to give your players time Time to get down there. There There were several of them. Ramos kicked that it was a line drive, and that you can be exposed if if you kick the ball down there too fast and your guys ain't got enough time to get off, get down, get off their blocks, contain the runner. And I think that point. the style of kick, uh, you know, the manner in which it was kicked definitely played a role into your guys getting back there and to be able to contain. So they also – I agree, yes, it needs to be better. 100% needs to be better. But you definitely have to work on the kick. Wish they could kick it in the end zone every time. There were a few times the dude sent it out over the end zone. We yeah, need that. Back yeah, we need, we need, we need, we need that. it repetitively. How much do you miss Avery Atkins doing that every oh, single yeah. kickoff? I mean, it looks it good when he, when he kicks it over the end zone. It looks good. You gotta you need some consistency. Need some consistency. Sure. So yeah, work with the kick. Give your times. Give your guys some time to get down there. Uh, but definitely, you you got to work on the coverage. I mean, you can't put everything on the kicker. Um, well, the, and, go ahead. and uh, I will. I want to discuss this as well, Reagan, um, and get your takes. So sorry to cut you off. No, um, go ahead. I I want to see Jaden. I want there. Jaden's got to also yeah. make some corrections yeah. moving forward. Um, Jaden had a great game. He had a great. He was your leading rusher. Um, he had over two hundred yards passing. Did not throw. Still has yet to throw an interception. 
He had the fumble. Um, I, I've, I don't I've know if it's his fault. Exactly. I've seen takes. Fault. I've seen takes where um, it, it was more so on Josh, but I, that yeah. the QB is in charge of that handoff. He is in charge of that handoff. He's got to he's got to make it well known to the to the running back. Hey, I'm giving this up or I'm pulling this. Yeah. Um, so I lean more towards that being on Jaden because he is the facilitator of that handoff. Um, yeah, so, but you also, if you're taking it from him, you, you can't take it from him. I mean, if he's pulling it, you can't take it from him. And that's yeah. what happened. And Jaden made the right read because it was there for him. Yeah. So, so but either way, that's a miscommunication on both sure. ends. Yeah, sure. Miscommunication on both ends. They got to get that worked out. But my biggest take is. Dude, there was there again. There was opportunities where guys were open. Sure, you had Jack Bash who was doing a long kind of post out route um, that he could have hit. Now it would have been it would have have to been a pretty good throw, um, but I think the corner on the on the far side <laughs> was was close up enough to the line of scrimmage that he could he could have hit, dropped it in there. Um, you've got Malik that was cutting across the back of the end zone. And I know some people have discussed this. I know Blake. Blake thinks he was going after Malik, and Kayshawn was just kind of there and put his hands up. Um, I, I don't know exactly. I, I, I tend to think he was going to Kayshawn. Um, I do too, yeah. But, um, you know, you, you need to hit Malik um, in the back of the end zone there because he was wide open. Um, there needs to be a little bit more accuracy and a little bit better touch on those little – on those little out routes that they ran to Mason Taylor, which, by yeah. the way, I, I've seen this take a couple of times. I think Jack Besh needs to be that guy in those situations. I do. Um, sure. Because Jack Besh is a nightmare for in mismatch, in, in matchups, and he is really good. He's going to be able to run that route better as a wide, as a true wide receiver. Um, I mean, I just think I just think it would be better if Jack Besh is in on plays like that. Because I, I think Jack Besh has a lot bigger opportunity uh, and more of the skill set to make those tough catches and to make guys miss and get up the field more yeah. so than Mason Taylor does on those plays, on yeah. those pass plays. Yeah. Um. So I want to see Jack Besh get into that tight end type role um, because he really isn't getting in uh, and, and really isn't being as productive as he was last year in the in the, at the wide receiver position because you've got Jeray Jenkins and Kayshawn and Malik and BTJ that are just playing really good football right now. Um, so I think they need to put him in that role and see how how he does. Um, so, but yeah, Jaden's Jaden's got Jaden's got to because the offensive line did a really good job in pass yeah. protection this year. Game time, talking. yeah. We talked. We talked on the phone after the game. Had a long conversation. Um, and, you know, that was one of the things we were kind of worried about. They they gave him time, um, yeah, and he's got to be able. He's got to be able to to go through all of his reads, and and and, and he's got to be able to to, to to just pull it and, and take a shot every now and then. Um, he missed. He missed some. He missed some shots, and I'm. I know they're going to go through that in film film study. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely, that's another thing I really want to see uh, taken care of. I mean, outside of that, I, I mean. I'm probably nitpicking, but those are the two biggest things um, that I saw in the state game. Maybe you've got something else that you're thinking of, um, but for um, me, those are the two biggest. Sure. I'll also say um, 
I think our tendency as LSU fans is also we're, we're just used to elite wide receiver play. And so to see our receivers not as involved, we're more quickly to be like, hey, man, this is ridiculous. Quit running so darn much. You know, and, and, and I agree. I fully agree with everything you said. There was missed opportunities. I do. But also, like, you won the game by 15 points. Yeah. I, I mean, like. We're nitpicking at this point. Right. But, you may. But he you got to adjust to this. He passed up on the opportunity, but he also made some plays with his feet on those plays. Yeah. I mean, it maybe wasn't as deep as it could have been, right? You, you could have hit that route, and it maybe it goes for six. Maybe but, but for I, 30. But right. honestly, Reagan, it, it might be more of a high percentage play risk risk wise. Correct. Correct. Um, to tuck it and run. I mean, when you're throwing the ball, you you risk, you know, you risk the wide receiver dropping it. You risk a miss throw, and you know, and and, and it getting intercepted or tipped right. or whatever. Um, so maybe maybe you trust his wheels a little bit more, and I, it seems like he's doing that early on. And sure, and and, and I mean. Look, if it consistently continues to happen, but you consistently continue to get in the end zone and win games, you're winning games, right? You're doing what you want to do, you know? So, anyways, but, yes, I agree. I would like to see – I mean, we saw what Malik Neighbors could do when you got him the ball. Uh, you know, Malik was awesome the other oh night. Oh, my gosh. He was we awesome. We haven't even talked about that. And – and as much as people are, are are getting on Jaden about missing some opportunities, the dude dropped a dime, dude, a dime on fourth and four. I mean, it wasn't a perfect leading him, but it was the perfect play and a good throw for a excellent receiver to go up and make the play. It, it was a beautiful yeah. ball, and a, a, a receiver like Malik is going to make that play. It was it was awesome. It was incredible. Um, so. Things uh, we're talking about things you got to work on, so I'll get to that. Um, I we got to work on the rushing game. Um, we yes, we we ripped off a 47 yard touchdown. I, I mean, at that point, state was demoralized, and I think you were out, like I said earlier, I think you were more conditioned. And at that point, I think state's defense gassed, you are more conditioned, and that play resulted because of that. Yeah. And your offense gave the opening, but you got to be more consistent throughout the game with your run blocking, and your ability to move the ball with the run game. We we that needs to improve, um, definitely. Um, another special thing teams thing that needs to be improved, which is very correctable, very coachable, is when and when not to get on the ball with the punt. Yes. Don't yes. move your feet off of – don't get your heels off the 10-yard line, number one. You never field a punt at the three-yard line. Never. And when a ball – now – Yeah, that was disappointing. Right. In the moment when that dude jumped on the ball, when, when Clayton jumped on that ball, like it was bouncing around and he like hopped on it and almost turned it over. And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? Right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. What you, whoa. Don't touch right? it. That's your immediate reaction, and of course, it, that it did, also yeah. Yeah. is coachable. And you know, what do you see? Correctable. Um, Brian Kelly said today when you know his first reaction was, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and he said, "You know, whenever he gave his explanation, it was almost like, okay, there's almost nothing else I can say. But okay, I mean, 
he he did what he needed to do. He claimed supposedly Gregory Clayton thought an LSU player had touched it. So in that case, his reaction yeah. was correct, correct, right? Like if if he, if he is thinking an LSU player just touched the ball, I got to get on it, right? So, yeah. so which would be completely smart if he if sure. He I mean, I mean, I mean that's got to be your first reaction: jump on the ball if, if your player touched it. Um, so, point being, they need to look at the film to see what he was seeing and see how you know. Hey, can you read this more? Hey, at this point in the field, like where you know, with if the ball is coming down and you're, I mean, it was like almost midfield, uh, you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Seconds. Like, just get away, right? Like, that's coachable, you know. So that's something that needs to improve, but it's also something I think that can be very corrected, and I think will be corrected. Um, sure. this weekend, especially against New Mexico. Um, but, hey, I mean, incredible game. Hats off to all these guys for fighting hard. It was – that felt like LSU football. Yeah. That felt like LSU football in Death Valley. That felt like, oh, my gosh, it's finally back to what we want it to be. There was fight. There was grit. There was execution. There was, you know, physical play from the defense, pressure on the quarterback. It, it, it was like – it was like we were watching LSU football again when, when, when we haven't seen it since the 2019 season. Yeah. Um, and, and so I am so thrilled that that game turned out the way it did. I mean, they didn't give up. They went down, got punched in the mouth a few times, but never broke, never gave up. And you, and you still went out there in the second half and you seal the deal and you win by 15 points. Great game. Great game. Yeah. I think this team continues to improve. And I think this team can be a problem. I, I think there's going to be some upsets. I think we're going to win some games we're not expected to win this year. All right, Zach, we need to get a few more comments. Uh, do we have any comments in here we need to get to? And then uh, BK takeover said more design called runs. Um, yeah, the, the running game looked pretty good this this past weekend against State. Uh, I and, still want to get and, the ball to the running backs out of the backfield more. Yep. I want to throw it yeah, to them. I, it. I only yeah. saw like two or three times, and it worked well. John yeah, Armani, Armani, I think Armani it was Armani. The first, was like the first drive? Game. Yes. Was it the first drive of the second half, I think it yeah. was? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because they caught that was after the Michael Clayton yes. caught the ball at the like three yard line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh let's see what else we got. Uh Brennan Reese uh backs up your comedy, said I think else yes. pull some upsets going forward, move. Most of their opponents hasn't looked that impressive this Look, year. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. People were Arkansas talking. struggled. Florida. Florida, Florida near lost to South Florida this weekend. Anthony Richardson yep. ain't thrown a touchdown pass yet. Yep. Not one. Very winnable looking games. Auburn, of course, Auburn. Uh, looked looked terrible again um, in the loss to Penn State. So, you know, you, you look pretty – now, Tennessee looked good. They're playing Akron. You know, not a great opponent, but, you know, they look pretty good. So, um, but, you know, the next two games, very, very – Winnable. Very, very yeah. winnable. Yeah. All right. Let's go take a break, Reagan. Um, and then we'll we wrap can up. wrap up the show. Yes. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to tigersavenue.com and clicking on the merchandise tab. We have everything from t shirts, hoodies, shorts. Joggers, hats, and beanies. We've even got shoes. 
Converse, and slides. Head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets, bumper stickers and license plates, magnets and stickers, mugs, bottles, and tumblers, phone cases. You can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad, a puzzle, a notebook, and more, all at tigersavenue.com. Head on over to tigersavenue.com today, click the merchandise tab, and get yours now. Yes, man, it's been a great episode here in the Tigers Avenue. What a great interview with Slade. Uh, I, I mean, awesome to have him on, share his experience with the the big play there in the state game, his transition to LSU, his story of becoming a long snapper. Great interview. Uh, I mean, great weekend for the Tigers uh, as they get a huge dub against Mississippi State to open SEC play. It's a great time to be a Tiger, y'all. It really is an exciting time. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. I, I, I truly do believe we're going to win some games that people are not expecting. I do, um, and, and so it, it's just it just feels like it's moving in the right direction. Uh, so I'm going to enjoy. I, I mean, really, I'm really going to enjoy the process of this season, the process of the next few seasons, uh, as as LSU continues to move forward with Brian Kelly. Um, this weekend, hey man, go work your kinks out. Take care of business. Uh, you know, don't overlook New Mexico. Take care of business. Win this game handily. Get ready to go to Jordan Hare and play Auburn. It's an exciting time to be a Tiger man, and I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Thanks you to all y'all who joined in, commented, asked Slade questions, asked us questions, made comments on what we were discussing. It's been a great night. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace. Who that, who that five star? Who that, who that five star? And the LSU Tigers, LSU Tigers.